Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. First down, it's a play fake, a boot to the left, wide open. Dalton Schultz on the left side, walks into the end zone. Touchdown, Cowboys, and a tremendous windmill spike for Dalton Schultz. Brad Sham with the call right here on DFW Sports Station. Good morning, Metroplex. It's a Cowboys Friday with Sean Sharif and Bobby Belt. This thing felt like it was going to be a blowout early on. I think the final score was a little bit misleading. Cowboys controlled the game. I never thought the Titans were going to win, but the middle felt sloppy and a little bit uneasy. The Cowboys turned it over three times, but the Titans sit. Nine starters. Nine Titans were out, including Derrick Henry. Little surprise quarterback move with Joshua Dobbs taking over for Malik Willis. But they're just too awful in terms of pass defense. Uh, You're right, Bobby. Excellent against the run. They shut down the Cowboys' run. But, man, their secondary play. Thank you for tackling Michael Gallup. That bear hug. That bear hug was huge, and that set up that Dalton Schultz touchdown that you just heard right here on the fan, that made it 17-6. to six. Didn't yeah. T.Y. Did T.Y. draw another penalty? I was uh, trying to, or was it the, the Gallup one? No, Gallup, Gallup drew one. That was 51 yards. That was huge. Uh, Noah Brown uh, drew a couple. Uh, Noah Brown also had some problems with drops last night. See, there, were, there were, I think, two, maybe three passes that he dropped. But, yeah, Dalton Schultz, you mentioned there, like, that, that – throw and that catch uh like just a great job strong hands from Schultz to to reach over the top great ball placement from Dak the it, we've talked a lot about the CD Lamb connection improving that since, wasn't the Schultz touchdown I believe which one the one that you're talking about the great play I think that made it 24-13 Schultz, Schultz caught both the touchdown passes. yeah I know yeah. Schultz first one versus the second one yeah the second one is the one that he he snatched away. I yeah. wasn't referring to the sham clip. I was just saying in general, talking about the performance he had. Okay. Um, and it's one of those that we've talked about how CD has improved with Dak's return. Like Dalton Schultz, the difference between when Dak has been in there versus Cooper Rush, it's it's unreal. You look at the games he played with Cooper Rush, he had two catches for 18 yards in the time that Cooper Rush was in there. Since Dak came back over this 10-game period, Dalton Schultz has 44 catches, 464 yards, five touchdowns. That's more in line with what we saw last year and why he had earned himself a payday. But 
Dalton Schultz has been incredibly big for them, especially in the red zone since, you know, Dak got back five touchdowns in the red zone um, since Dak returned to the lineup. Dak threw really good game for him. Star up 282 yards and two touchdowns. Mike McCarthy talking about his quarterback after. I thought he, I thought he played well. Um, you know, I, I thought he managed, you know, a couple of situations that, you know, the, the long down and distances and so forth. Uh, you know, his, his approach demeanor um, is, is always very, very similar, you know, which is a real strong suit of his. And I think he definitely exhibited that again tonight. How about Dak's quote after style points and all that? That's for y'all who think games are won on paper. Woo! Shots fired from Dak Prescott. Look, with the three turnovers, again, it drives me crazy when media and fans, especially media, who I expect a little bit more of, you're being paid to talk about it, just look at the box score and say, three more turnovers. There you go. Dak Prescott, turnover machine, turnover problem. Let's break them down. The first pick was on Hendershot. That's not Dak's fault. The pick before halftime was on Dak Prescott. He was behind Schultz. Mm-hmm. The one in question to me is the Biotish fumble. And let me say this. Even if that was Dak's fault, I don't care about that as a long-term problem. That was That's fluky. This isn't Daniel Jones with a fumbling problem. If it was, I'd rather have that than Dak making a bad or dumb decision where I was questioning his reading of a defense or him panicking or the internal clock in his mind, that that's probably not going to happen again the rest of the season. That was fluky, and I don't know whether it was on Dak or it was on Biotis. So when we see three turnovers, I I only count the one that he was trying to throw to Schultz. That's that's all I count. Yeah, which is, as Mike McCarthy described that's it. That's one too many, Sharif. Yeah, you can't that's have. It's a championship football. Can't have I, any. I, I played, I simulated this in Madden yesterday morning, <laughs> and I threw five <laughs> touchdowns and no picks. He, uh, Mike McCarthy described it after the game. He said one was a ball that should have been caught, and he said the other was a minus decision. And I think that's exactly bad decision. It's, it's Dak trying to do too much, um, you know, probably trying to, you know, make a play before half, try and pick up some momentum, and in, in the process, turn the momentum around a little bit. Um, but that also was a, you know, in general, um, something that probably shouldn't have even been in a position to make happen um, because they were they got put behind the sticks with those couple of sacks um, and, and the pressure on Dak earlier in that drive. And if they don't get set back like that, I don't think Dak is pressing like that at the end of the half. Other takeaways that you had. You know, I want to do Cowboy Calls today at 720. I want to change it up. Y'all wake up. More time. 720 for the Cowboy Calls this morning here on The Fan. Um, like some of my other big takeaways from this one, uh, like in the positive would be CeeDee Lamb has just become a complete stud and, and is a genuine, true top two. We, we had said before the season, he's a number one. He is a number one. But when, when there were these arguments about he's a top 10 receiver and it was like, nah, he's more like 12 to 15. You're seeing what top 10 looks like now. You're seeing yes. what top six or so like looks who's like Who's playing now. better than him off the top of your head right now in the league? Uh, Tyreek, Justin Jefferson. Uh, might be about it. I mean, is that it? Yeah, recently, that might be about it. In fact, I'll, I'll look it up right now. I'll figure out who's got the most receiving yards over the last several weeks. He has been unstoppable. He's been fantastic. T.Y. Hilton was huge. Forget Odell Beckham. This is exactly what we were dreaming Odell could do. 
This is it right here. T.Y. Hilton with these plays. On third downs, he's coming up huge. Absolutely humongous. He had a third and five diving conversion that kept the drive alive for Zeke's touchdown. He had another third down catch. And then the undercover play of the game to me was third and 10. Titans are getting the momentum. It's a four-point game. It's 17-13 after the Robert Woods TD. Dak scrambles. Gets out of it on the move, 27 yards to T.Y. Hilton. Huge play after huge play. Props to him. So Schultz, uh, Gallup with the penalty drawn, C.D., and T.Y. stars up. Yeah, I think all those are stars up to Marcus Lawrence. You've got to throw a star up to. One guy we haven't talked about this morning, and I need to to watch the tape on it to verify, but but a first glance on TV, looks like Damone Clark played a lot better yesterday than he has in recent weeks um he he had a couple different plays where he flashed where his instincts were right um and and so if he's reading and reacting better that's going to be a big boost to them because that's been the biggest slowing point for Clark since he came back in the lineup he's athletically there he can do those things he's just trying to find his footing as a rookie who's been away from the game for a while you know getting back to that point where he can read and react correctly DFW is owning the sports headlines again this morning Cowboys won and number two, they're still interested nationally in Luca's follow-up. It's Dinwiddie into Luca. Yeah, baby! The crowd wanted to see some Luca magic yeah. tonight that they didn't see on Tuesday, and they just got some. I love Derek Harper. I'm done. I'm 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 finished. Luca fires it up from half court. <laughs> as the Mavs beat the Rockets 129-114. Fifth win in a row. Luca only had 35-12-13. Oh, boring. I wonder what uh, Skip will say about this today. Listen to this. Skip po- Bayless will say if Zion did that, Zion is the new GOAT. Uh, that was a, This is probably a 6 out of 10 performance from that idiot, poisonous rat. <laughs> That's what he is. <laughs> who, who, do you, uh, who would you rather spend a, a day with, Skip Bayless or uh, NFL Films? <laughs> NFL <All> three of them. <laughs> NFL films. Uh here's here's an interesting uh stat line from last night too. Twenty one points, five of eight from three, six rebounds, four blocks. That is Christian Wood's stat line. Oh, give that to me again. Twenty one points, six rebounds, five of eight from three, four blocks. And I didn't even tell you the best part. I was in twenty one minutes. Twenty one minutes? Twenty one minutes. Started, he put though, up twenty one right? and he played twenty one minutes. Now he got in foul trouble. He had five fouls last okay. night. But 21 points, four blocks, six boards in 21 minutes. And the trifecta was completed as the Dallas Stars beat up the wild 4-1. Tyler Sagan scored twice as Dallas put it on Minnesota. They continue to have an incredible season, a fantastic season. Jamie Benn also scored. Wyatt Johnson scored the go-ahead goal early in the third um, so they're the stars ran their record to six, one and one over their last eight, maintaining their five point lead in the central division. Turn off your mic. As we talk about the passing of Pele or Pele yesterday, everyone kind of a reminder. Hey, messy goat. Mm, let's not forget this guy, uh, as the absolute legend passed away at the you don't have to get this serious with the music turned down, Pete. I, I, I like. I, I understand what you were doing. I just don't want Bobby to talk during oh, okay. a soccer okay. discussion. I was going to be respectful for what it's worth. Okay, go ahead. 
I was just going in. I was going to be respectful. Like, I know that's one of those things that as little as somebody like myself, who obviously pays attention to soccer or anything else, that was a name that I was completely familiar with all the way back to, like, my first consciousness of sports, like being five years old. And so his impact is obviously huge. The only person to win. Look at what the World Cup has done. Now, now look, Messi was still the most popular athlete on Instagram, the GOAT, Ronaldo. But, like, that World Cup was like his Elway Super Bowl moment. That World Cup. Pele's the only one to win three. <laughs> Are mm. you, three. Are you kidding me? Beautiful game is associated to him. And I was watching just a bunch of documentaries on him yesterday. So after he retired, I think he was running into some financial concerns. It was like a, it, it, it was like a uh, MLS type attempt to do a startup league in New York and they had signed all these old legends and one of his proudest moments was putting 70,000 people in New York at the Meadowlands. I think it was the Meadowlands Stadium at the time as they carried him off as he was always putting on a show. And then there was this Twitter video that has like 25 million views saying Pele did it first and it's showing all these sick soccer moves from today's stars and it's got him actually doing it in black and white from way back in the day. Uh, So the legend passing away at the age of 82 with three World Cup trophies. All right, college football playoff. Woo! How excited are you for this tomorrow? I'm excited because I really think, I I really do think like Tennessee, or not Tennessee, I, I really do think TCU's got a shot. Um and and look, you were I know right. You ended up being right about Georgia last year. I I I was. I, thank you for remembering. Uh, but you know, one of two. You got the first one against me wrong, but you got the the one that counts right. Yes, exactly. Uh, no, but TCU. Like, I think they. There's a little bit of an underestimation. Uh, I I think of TCU still, even after everything they've done. I think there's a lot on. There's a lot of recency bias in terms of people saw the Ohio State game, and I think that's so fresh in people's minds about Michigan that. I think they're being given a little bit more credence in what they can do passing the ball to keep up with TCU than than what is actually probably realistic. It's like Mike Golick Jr. told us yesterday, like, I need to see it again. Like, that's the question facing Michigan is, can they do it again? And look, Which underdog do you think has a better shot between Ohio State or the Horned Frogs? That is a great question. Um, prob- probably TCU. Um, but I, I mean, Ohio state, when they're on, when they're playing their game, they are the most dangerous matchup for Georgia. And so that would be the most interesting. I think ultimately this is all a race for second place. What everybody's doing anyway. I think Georgia's going to win it again. Michi- they're, they're the only great team this year. Michigan is a seven and a half point favorite. Georgia is a six and a half point favorite. So tomorrow Fort Worth in the spotlight starting at 3 PM. And then it's seven o'clock Ohio state against Georgia, the college football semifinals. We'll have official picks later on in the show. Peyton Russell going to try to keep RJ Choppy unemployed with his version Peyton. of the degenerate headlines on a football Friday. Let's change things up. What the heck? Y'all been sticking with us. You've been sitting there waiting to lash out over this game since last night. It's a Friday. We're heading into the new year. Let's change things up. 877-881-1053 right now. 877-881-1053 for your Cowboy calls, your star up, star down, wherever you want to take it after the Cowboys get to 12-4 and, and keep the NFC East Championship still alive. Your call's next. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Straight eye formation, second and goal. Handoff, Elliott, burrowing, pushing, line of scrimmage, goal line, touchdown, Elliott. And that was one of two highlights in the run game. A one-yard touchdown. And I gave Malik Davis a star up, by the way. A lot, a lot of my buddies uh, outside of the state were dog-cussing me because they said, is Pollard going to play? Can you tell me? Ask your insiders. Is Pollard going to play for my fantasy football championship? And I was like, no, he's probably not going to play. Well, then they followed up mad at me that I didn't tell them about Malik Davis. I'm like, I'm not your damn assistant GM. You know, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> Will McClay over here. Make your own decisions. Uh, but, man, Malik Davis showed some burst. One of the runs yesterday, he was shot out of a cannon uh, on a run. He had an 18-yard catch on that same drive. He had a big catch in the fourth quarter, third and two. So, star up, in my opinion, for Malik Davis, even though the Cowboys' run game was shut down. Malik almost averaged four yards a carry. Zeke, 19 for 37 1.9, they averaged 2.7 per carry as a team, which I know you're not happy about. We'll get to that next hour. But yeah, Malik. Malik, I would I considered having him as a star up, and, and maybe I should have. Um, but the only, the only reason why I didn't is because he did break that one 23-yard run. But outside of that, it was nine carries for 16 yards. It just wasn't incredibly efficient. But you're right. He did make some big plays in, in the passing game, um, not just as a, a pass catcher, but in pass protection. He, he did a good job picking up some blitzes from what I saw. And, and that's one of the reasons why they really liked him coming out. Like they were on top of him for a while. Brian and I have talked about this um, a lot recently in regards to Malik Davis is that 
I had like told Brian a couple weeks before, like, hey, what do you know about Malik Davis? He's like, nothing. He was like the backup at Florida. It's like, all right, well, we got to start studying him because they like him over there. And it's because he's just, while he's not elite at any one thing, he's solid around the, like all around solid football player. There's no real weakness in his game. All right, I want to hear from the Tolos. Change things up on this football Friday heading into the new year. Thank you all for sticking with us, turning it on, leaving it on with Sean and Bobby, 877-881-1053. And another thank you for next week for you listening. Adam Sandler tickets. <gasps> Wish I knew we had those before I went and bought them for the wife's Christmas gift. Oh, no. Not not bitter at all. Omar, my middle name, in play no. Omar, start us off here on The Fan. What's up, Sean? Uh, I just had some beef Nahari with Don for breakfast. Had some what? But, uh, you know what beef Nahari is, right? Nahari, yes. I love yeah. Nahari. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And look, so, and, and, um, and I would go home, so this is like a... A long, uh, kind of a version of like uh, Indian chicken noodle soup, except so much better. But uh, my wife, if I went home at 10, I eat lunch at like 1030. And it took her a few years to be like, oh, you're hungry because you woke up at 4 a.m. So you eat lunch at 1030. So I'm proud of you for eating Nahari this early. Uh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, I was going to say was um, basically like for me, I, I'm just numb to every win. I don't know why. I I, I just like when I look at the win, I'm like, all right, well, whatever. Keep yeah. going. But um, uh, from the observations I've made is that um, as a week, I believe this team can go to Arizona, but it's only if the defense is able to keep up what they were doing. And we, on offense, we control the pace through the run game. If I believe, still, like, I know, like, you know, Dak may have had some success through cover two, this and, uh, and whatnot. I still believe that if we leave the ball in Dak's hands, uh, I don't think that, I, I think we're going to end up sitting home. Uh, we're we're going to end, end up getting set home early. So what has he, what what, what he done in the last three weeks to make you feel that way? The Jacksonville, the Philadelphia epic performance, and then last night's game. What, what don't you like specifically? I feel like him turning the ball over at times. Like there's been against, like in, in the playoffs, him doing those things in the playoffs, well, the, that's going to bite you a, a whole different way. Okay. He makes uh, having those fluky plays, I feel like will bite you a whole different way. Thank you, brother. Uh, send me the Nahari recipe or the place in which you got it. Fantastic. So, in my opinion, uh, this whole formula that they preached to us and wanted to follow of run first and let's win like San Francisco, that's gone. That's over and done with because of this defense. So, whether you like it or not, you're going to have to ride Dak Prescott's right arm because of what this defense is going to give up and allow. Uh, number two corner is not getting fixed. I don't care that Nashawn Wright got a pick. He's not good. Kelvin Joseph is a total complete bum that the entire city wants off the team. Diggs ain't playing that great to me. I saw some. I saw a couple plays yesterday where he was far off in coverage. I don't know what's going on with the Donovan Wilson communication. There was two plays yesterday I was wondering about. Did, did you have an answer for that or a breakdown? The touchdown, and then um, I can't remember the other play where it looked like they were confused. Yeah, there was the the one where uh, Josh Dobbs hit the big, like, 30-yard pass down the seam. Yeah. Um, where it, it looked like there was some confusion there. Not exactly sure. Now, now coverage is, has not always been Donovan Wilson's strong suit, um, but they do – the safeties j- usually communicate pretty well. So whenever there's a confusion or a mix-up, 
I, I'm, I'm hesitant to wonder if there was a safety miscommunication or if it was on somebody else. Um, but hopefully, uh, I don't know what the media schedule looks like for today. Um, but whenever we get Dan Quinn next, hopefully that's something we can ask him about. But look, you got you have much bigger concerns on defense than offense, y'all. Just get that in your head. And I don't think it's getting turned around. Michael Irvin was on Wednesday, and he's like, I'm freaking worried. Number two corner is a tremendous problem. Uh, pass rush is still an issue. Uh, crucial moments in games, will they be able to stop the run? Man, Tank Lawrence was outrunning some of the linebackers last night trying to get guys to going downfield. I mean, I was you have me focusing on these linebackers now. And I'm I'm out for blood. Yeah, that it's it's been pain. Anthony Barr's just not. You would talk about star down. We haven't even mentioned Anthony Barr. Anthony Barr's just got a weekly spot in star down. Uh, like I mean, he he can't cover. He's a little bit better in the run support, but even still, there are times where he gets blocked up and things like that. What's interesting is you mentioning that the defense being a bigger problem. I was just curious what it was. I had to go look just now. The last four weeks, Dallas is giving up a 52.6 percent conversion rate on third down. Wow against teams like Houston and Tennessee. 52%. Yep. They did. They are going to lead the league in turnovers again. 30-second takeaway after Nashawn Wright got that interception in the fourth. Yeah, and that's like, look, that is something that's sometimes difficult to project from year to year is the turnover aspect, especially when you consider they are number one in fumble recoveries. 17 of those 32 turnovers are fumble recoveries, and those are just... Lucky, luck. you know, luck of the bounce, basically. B.A. in Dallas, you're up next with Sean and Bobby. B.A., go ahead, bro. Yo, good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? What's up? Good, good. Man, look, a lot of these fans have to realize we have a ton of injuries. We're still winning. Yes, the defense isn't doing it as good as they used to. But, look, we're winning games, man. It is a long season. We have to praise them for what they're doing, and that is winning games. Let's get to the playoffs and see how it shakes out, and we'll go from there. Walchuk said this last night in the post, and and I do think sometimes, and I'm 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 guilty of it in life and in judging the teams. I told you after the Tampa game they were going to be twelve and four. You, you would never have believed it. You would never have bought it at all. Twelve and four—that's a dream season. That's crazy. Now I do agree in having a higher standard. The frustration now is knowing deep down you're probably the third best team in the NFC. You're behind Philly and San Francisco who, quote-unquote, doesn't have a quarterback. Um, and I'm not taking – I am I always ask myself, what am I taking from this performance? What am I taking from this game? I'm not taking anything from this game whatsoever, good or bad. I'm not leaving with any hot take or stronger opinion. I had the Cowboys sitting three in the NFC – and the the best thing that has happened in the past three weeks, I know that Dak can take apart the Philly secondary if he's on. That's mm-hmm. the most important thing to me. Dak can can shred the Eagles secondary if it comes to that. Otherwise, Houston, Indianapolis, this game, I'm not taking anything major from it. I haven't changed my stance on what they are and you what they can be. And, and look, we talk about how they, you know, you said you wouldn't believe me if I would have told you they were 12 and 4. After the Tampa Bay game, if you look at the fact that they lost a game to Green Bay and Jacksonville, and nobody, about, and by the way, nobody would have had that. No, we all said seasons over. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, nobody, the, like, like you look at the fact that the, they've lost to Green Bay and Jacksonville in the last couple months. Those are two overtime road losses that you led by two touchdowns in. Yep, 
if you win those games, if those games were finished, we're talking about Dallas being on a 10-game winning streak right now. Yep. Michael in Dallas. Mike, you are live on the Diamond Factory Hotline on a Cowboys Friday. Good morning, fellas. Good morning, fellas. What's up? Morning. Uh, quick. I know you want me to do this pretty quick. I just it's good. give me just a little bit. I got a couple of things. One, the defense without Leighton Vanderesh. I don't, I don't see him. It's like he's he was a general. He was putting them in the right places. That's where most of the sacks were coming from. Being in the right places, you know, working the tail off and stuff like that. I don't see that general on the defense anymore. As much as we bag on him and stuff like that, it seemed to me like. He was the one putting them in the right places. That's what the middle linebacker is supposed to do. Set the defense up, the defensive line, get to where they're supposed to, where they see the empty holes. And the other thing, I think that T.Y. just solidified him being the number three receiver and Brown going back to doing what Brown does, blocking, and every now and then. I just want to get y'all's comments on that, fellas. I appreciate it. Y'all have a good one. Thanks, Mike. You too. Happy New Year. Yeah, thanks, Michael. Uh, Yeah, I think that you talk about fresh legs. You talk about being – clearly a guy that Dak already trusts like for Dak to take you this, know this, this this has been a home run already yeah absolutely for for Dak to target him uh, I believe it's five times now on on third and fourth down over the course of two games and and on all five I believe you've picked it up uh one with penalty four others are, are conversions there's clearly a lot of trust in him and that's that's what you miss a lot of times in having a savvy veteran and a guy who who can run for days and a guy who is fresh. He's got fresh legs. He didn't play. This is this is why some veterans pick their spots and say, I'm going to sit out training game. I'm going to sit out several weeks. I don't want to go through that whole, you know, beat up process. I want to be fresh. Dak, how in the heck have you established such quick chemistry with your new veteran receiver? I mean, that's credit to T.Y., to be honest. Um, uh, uh, he's a, re- a quarterback, friendly receiver. He's played a lot of football. Um, he's a veteran. Uh, his body language speaks for itself. Um, you know, you know um, where he's going, uh, and yeah, I mean that, that's all credit to him. Just being able to come in a couple of weeks ago and just uh, make the impact that he's made, make make big time catches, show up on third down, uh, and just time and time again when his number called, make those plays. But if you go back and you look at this guy's resume and, and history in his career, um, there's no surprise in what he's doing. Neil in San Antonio. Neil, you're live on 105 through the fan. Go ahead, boss. Hey, good morning, fellas, and uh, Happy New Year's to you. First thing first, man, for the caller that called in and said that he had concerns with Dak in the playoffs because there are fluky things that happened. Out of four playoff appearances, you can only attribute one game where I felt that Dak did not give the team a chance to win, and that was against San Fran. The other three playoff games, Dak played well. Dak played out of his mind, especially that first one against Green Bay. Second thing is, things I'm concerned with is, one, defense ability to get off um, on third down, and then also the secondary. Um, <laughs> um, the defensive coordinator, he has to do a better job of um, scheming this team to be able to get off the field on third down. I'm going to feel a lot better when Hankins get back because I have more confidence in stopping run games against teams that can run the ball. But as far as offense, the offense is humming. And last night, I had no expectations because if we would have beat them 50 to nothing, there would have been nothing to take away from that game. If we um, won the way we won last night, then, of course, the media pundits is going to have a ball with it. Cowboy <laughs> fans, enjoy your 12-4 and four when things look lost in the beginning. And when the playoffs start, hey, it's going to roll where it's going to roll. Have a good one, fellas. Thank you, Neil. Good call. Did they blitz more yesterday? Uh, Donovan Wilson ended up with a sack. And I thought Deron Bland was in the backfield. And we were talking about this D-line not getting any pressure as of late. And maybe Dan Quinn, you asked Laufenberg, is he going to have to 
bring some more heat from the other levels? Did that happen last night? It felt like it. Um, I had, we don't have those numbers for this morning yet. Well, but, get them. Well, I, they've got to post them, Sean. Uh, but uh, other than, like, it, it definitely felt like Now, it didn't feel like a bunch of blitzing from the linebackers or anything. felt like he was sending some corner blitzes. Like, Deron Bland had two quarterback hits. Um, I think we saw uh, Nashawn Wright rush a couple times. I know we saw Donovan Wilson blitz. Um, so it looked like they were using the secondary to blitz a little bit more. Nashawn Wright should have given up a first down to Robert Woods. That was a drop. Something named Racy McMath had a 39-yard catch on him. Burks got him on the... Nashawn was just on the ground, like, desperately scrambling to try to stop Burks on the sideline before the half. Uh, Woods had a third and six catch on him in the third. He's he, that's why he's not been on the field. He's only on the field because of the injuries and because Kelvin Joseph is horrific. Uh, 877-881-1053. Hit us up here for Cowboy Calls on the Cowboys Friday. Brian in Dallas. Brian, you're next up. Good morning, fellas. Uh, I got a, just a couple quick things. Uh, I will agree with you, Sean. I think uh, Dax uh, fumbles and everything like that. His interceptions, That uh, only the first one. That one wasn't on him. The second one, I think that was on him. Yep. Um, and then, of course, I'll, who'd you I'll think? Who'd you, who, 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 who'd, you, who'd you think the fumble was on? And I want to know from all the Tolos, who was the fumble on in your mind uh, with Biotish and Dak? I'd like to know that because that one I truly don't know any answer to it. What, what do you think, Brian? Yeah, I think that one's kind of difficult. Uh, it looked almost just kind of like a botched, like just a botched receive. I can't really tell. I mean, yeah. it could have been a bad snap, bad hold, whatever. I can't. It, it was too hard to tell. But the other thing, I'm going to take the spot of R.J. Choppy. Hmm. Uh, you beat him by 14 points. That's exactly what Vegas was, set, was saying you were going to do. Yep. So I think we need to stop complaining about this being a, you know, a bad win or whatever. You did exactly what you were expected to do. And you also, like the over-under, too, it was 40. The total was 41. What else do you want from this team? I, I guess I don't understand what other people are so upset about. Choppy, hey, you guys have a great day. Back at you, and you Happy too, New Year. Choppy is driving around listening uh, right now, and RJ would say, guys, I, mean, I don't style point road wins, and you won by 14. What, what, what else do you want? I'm sorry. And Choppy, you can maybe call in if you want, if you want to uh, make sure Peyton doesn't steal your future degenerate segment as RJ was doing BetQL work last night, and Peyton is just... He's, he's sitting back there in the bushes waiting to take some of that BetQL money. But RJ would say, you won by 14. Dak was really good. Stop. Stop. That's what Choppy would be saying after a road win like that. Cesar in Dallas. C, you are live on Sean and Bobby. Go ahead. What's going on, my boy, Sean? So, uh, you know, my star up is that defensive line. You know, after a couple of rough weeks, we haven't got pressure on the quarterback. You know, we were able to do that last night. Uh, star up, you know, C.D. Lamb and T.Y. Hilton. I would say star up Zach Prescott, you know, the way he's been playing this past couple of weeks. But, uh, I mean, you, I heard you say earlier you're worried about, uh, you know, us in the playoffs, you know, just being the, the number three seed, well, possibly, you know, the number five seed and having to face, uh, you know, with the defense we have. But why, why, why are you so worried? I mean, we already beat Minnesota. You saw what we did against Philly. I mean, what's your biggest threat in the NFC? Well, it's the it's the standard. Look, Dak Prescott against the Eagles, despite all the the Dak asses, that was like a nine nine and a half out of ten performance. Like that was, 
I even said I took a little bit of heat. The Cowboys got a little lucky in that game. The Cowboys against the Giants on Thanksgiving, converting third and longs is not a consistent recipe for success. I I, I like that he can do it, but if you tell me that those scenarios are going to happen in a postseason game, I'm going to tell you the Cowboys lose. Just law of averages. So I don't want, and the Cowboys don't want, to ask Dak to play at a 9 out of 10 scale in order for them to win. That's why Kellen keeps ramming his head against the wall with the early down runs. That's why they don't want Dak to throw it as many times as he did last night, 41 times. So, yes, just because you're capable of something, right, it's like when you have car trouble. You know your car, like right now, I'm iffy on my transmission, all right? Like when I shift it and drive, I got a little hesitation. I'm like, this thing's... This thing's probably going to go. I'm probably going to get home, but I don't want to rely on this for the next two or three months. Like, I I need to go ahead and get it fixed. I need to get it straightened out. And I don't want to have to rely on Dak doing this to the level he did against the Eagles because you're probably going to lose. And this defense is going to force him to have to throw it like that and score like that because this defense is a problem, a championship-level problem. Uh, if you want to go that far, which we all do. Justin in Fort Worth. All the time we got Fort Worth representing right here this morning. Justin, you're live on the fan. Hey, good morning, fellas. Thank you for having me on. Uh, just a couple of, I mean, first off, I'm a ride or die Cowboy fan, so definitely I'm excited and happy we're 12-4. and four. We have secured a, a playoff spot, so for sure not. That, that's, that's great. Concerns I have, Kellen Moore play calling. I think there's been, uh, I go back to the Jacksonville game, third and 10. You have a chance for them to take a timeout. You throw a long deep uh, pass down to uh, Brown and it's incomplete that I go back to play calling. I feel like there's moments where the defense comes up with the pick. They come with the turnover the, and, and the offense hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals. You can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com/odyssey. 
podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Comes right back and either does a three and out or they do a turnover. So I feel that we're not necessarily playing complimentary football. I am concerned about the offensive line. Uh, I'm not sure how severe the injury is for Biotis, but if you're talking about now Tyler Smith uh, was struggling moving into the guard position, you're talking about Peters, is he durable on the left tackle? So there's a concern there. But And in the defense, once a player goes down during the game, a corner has a bad injury. They take them out. It seems like the defense was just uh, scrambling. They didn't know what position they were in. There was a lot of miscommunication. So what? how do you fix that when the playoffs come around? Because injuries happen all the time. But uh, definitely excited for this opportunity to go into the playoffs. Thanks for having me on, fellas. Thanks, Jay. Happy New Year. So I, I did want to touch on one thing I had in my star down. It's a very small thing. I feel like Mike Bassick because small things can burn you in big moments. And I think I did the math right on this yesterday. So, Nashawn Wright gets the pick. Mm-hmm. You're up 14. That's when I was like, game over. Because the Cowboys are going to burn some clock. Their next drive, they only took 51 seconds off the clock. I believe I did the math right on it. So, they ran it, which you have to do to start the clock. Then they threw a deep bomb, which I think Justin was alluding to on second down. They threw a deep bomb. Uh, and then they had another incomplete. And I'm like, are you a freaking stupid are you are you serious? Against a better team, five minutes left, right? We all thought game over after the strong right pick, I think. I was like, Josh Dobbs, he's not, he's not, he's not good enough to beat you. But against a good team with five minutes left, there's a window open. You take 51 seconds off the clock on a drive in which you have to chew up some of the time. I had, a, I had a game mismanagement problem with that. Do you know what I'm referring to? I, I do. My only thought is. They weren't running the ball effectively. So what you were going to do is you were going to be three and out anyway. So I do get the idea of, like, let's trust the passing game to pick up a first down and then not run a the ball again on first I down. I had a problem with the second down that, bomb. That's, that's fine. That's If you want if you have an issue with that, I, I don't blame you. Um, and, but, you know, and they did do they did make, I think, a correction uh, in terms of, like, we need uh, the Jacksonville ending, I think, is when we got mad they didn't run it. Yesterday, in a clock-killing situation, they just threw that quick screen to CD on the right side. Like, Dak put a lot of heat on it, and it was a pass, but it was an easy pass. Kept clock running. I wish they would have done that versus a deep bomb down the right sideline that's going to stop the clock twice in your three downs. 50 seconds gone. I mean, that. I'm just saying keep an eye out for stuff like that moving forward with game management. Yeah, I, I, and I get that. Like, I mean, you, but ultimately, you're, you sacrifice about a minute. You, you lost it. You you didn't get about a minute's worth of clock time that you would have been hoping for. And I do get the idea of, like, trying to – feeling like you're not going to be able to – if you want another set of downs, you're not going to be able to get it on the ground tonight. So feeling like you need to – yeah, probably not a great decision to throw it deep down the sideline to to Lamb. And then they – Noah Brown, you know, tried to throw it to Noah Brown, covered pretty tightly, wasn't able to be caught. 
I would have preferred maybe a, a play action boot there, toss something to Schultz in the flat. That's probably more the, the route you want to go. But I, I don't just in a vacuum hate the idea of passing there. I like Dak's movement and sense in the pocket in terms of using his legs now. Like, I feel a little bit more comfortable that he's more comfortable with it. That's just a total, you know, feel opinion. But I like the way he's moving around and using his legs. Drew in Cedar Hill, you're next up on a Cowboys Friday. Go ahead, Drew. Oh, hey, thanks for having me, guys. You're doing an adequate job, even Bobby. <laughs> Gracias. <laughs> hey, I just got one real quick comment. I could do about 100, but uh, who's the leading scorer in the NFL right now? The leading scorer in terms of for a player? For points, yeah. Yeah, it's player. Brett Maher. Yep, start up to Brett Maher. That's mm-hmm. pretty much what I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like it. He, he, he deserves a ton of credit, and he's brought a ton of stability to a position that has been incredibly unstable. After he hit the field goal in the second quarter from 36, that made it 12 straight field goals and 29 of 32 for the season. At that point, 90%, including 9 of 11 from 50 or longer with one make from 60. And that note courtesy of Michael Gelkin. Rick and Burleson. Rick, you're next up on the home of the Cowboys. Go ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. I appreciate it. So I hate Vegas for one reason, because they set expectations. The expectations are never met with this thing for whatever reason. It seems like whenever we're heavily favored, we don't ever achieve that. Well, they did did achieve it last night. I mean, if you're a 13-point favorite in the National Football League and you cover that, that's that's, that's that's a hell of a cover. It's a hell of a cover, but the, the expectations were it was going to be a blowout. Everybody said it's going to be a blowout. And it's the National Football League. Blowouts just very seldom when that ever happens. And they don't play up to how they played against the Vikings. I mean, the Viking game was just a one of a kind. Is that, I think that's what really set the expectations. And I think they really – really what this game told me last night is we're going to have to sign Pollard next year. And they just are not the same team without him in the lineup. Thank you for the call, Rick. This 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 city, I swear to God, has a Madden mentality. It's not a video game, y'all. They did not play well last night, in my opinion. But this is a weekly thing with the fan base that that you have to win by. Are you not paying attention to the parity in the league? Like, the reason you love the National Football League so much is because anything can happen any given week. The games are as close as ever. The scoring is as low as ever. That's that's what they love because it, it creates all types of playoff implications, scenarios, and craziness. And this expectation of these 17 or 20-point wins, you're being really unreasonable. You're sounding delusional. It's bordering bordering on delusion. It really is. You're not playing a video game. Like, just stop. This ain't high school. It's not. I do get it, though. Like, like that was a team that you you were clearly so much better than. And and it do, they did have their mistakes on defense. They had their mistakes on offense. So there are certain things there that I think you can look at and go, they, they clearly underperformed. They, they didn't perform up to their level. And so... That just gives you some uneasiness about are you going into these playoffs sure. a little sleepy? Yeah. And, and so the, ca- I and the Cowboys the usually, and I feel this way about them now, they always lack the little things, the little small details, stupid penalties, discipline, game management, the little things. It never feels like they get a, a grade of B or higher. But you know how we felt like Turpin screwed you 
in the Texans game against me in our bet, I feel even stronger about the Hendershot play yesterday. I think this was on the way to being a blowout before Hendershot screwed that up. That's that's not a bad thought. It's they not were, a bad thought. It's a great thought because I said it. Yeah, I know. That, exactly it. No, but it, it is one of those things that when you see it is that they could have, if they score on that drive, which they looked like they were about to. Then, they were on their 35. Then that that could be, what was the, it was 10-3 at that point or 10 nothing. I think it was 10, uh, let's see, when did they score their field goal, their first one? It was 10 nothing at that point. So you're talking about being... 13 nothing or 17 nothing. Yeah, 13 or 17 nothing. And to me, it was going to be lights out. Uh, but, you know, focus, little small things, right? Leon in Dallas. Leon, you're live on 105 through the fan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. First of all, I called early in the year, and I told you I was predicting a 12-4 and four season. And, I mean, a 12-win season, and you guys called me a homer. I was one of them crazy homers who always <laughs> predicts a great season. I tell you what, it's wonderful to be a homer because <laughs> when it happens, it feels so satisfying. <laughs> again, the only problem I see with the Cowboys right now is Kellen Moore, again, like the last caller said. On that one game specifically, you got to understand that when this game is on the line, and it's third down, and you have the potential to run this ball and keep the clock moving, which would have forced their last timeout. Had you forced their last timeout, they wouldn't have had that last timeout to beat you with. That's what you got to be thinking. You, Oh, yeah, offense is great, but you got to play offensively, defensively at times as well. You got to know when it's time to pull timeouts. And that's what scares me, because the losses that we lost was against coaches who knew how to clock manage, and that's where we're losing the ball games with our clock management. So if we do anything, Kellen has to go. And one more thing, Zeke has to go. Trade Zeke because now that number 34 in Pollard, they can carry the load. Put Zeke and Tyron in a package with with with, with that uh, uh, with, with with the, the linebacker Vandy, and all three of them will get you a first round draft. Pick. Leon, Leon, before you go, since you are Nostradamus around here at 12 and yes, four. Yes. Yes, sir. How is the season going to end? The season is going to end with the Cowboys winning the NFC Championship by a field goal and going to the Super Bowl. Now, whether we win this one or not, I'm not quite feeling it. I'm not sure. I have to see the offensive coach do his part. But we're going to the bowl. We're going to the bowl. We're going to the bowl. I said it. Leon and Dallas, save it. And you will get the VIP status on the phone lines if it comes to fruition. All right, finish this off in Fort Worth, Mike. Mike, you get the last word for now here on Sean and Bobby. Hey, boys. Thanks for letting me on. I just want to go all real quick and say, you know, diehard Cowboys fan, but we are so very much, what have you done for me lately with the team? I mean, if I had a dollar, every time somebody said, bitch, Dak, and put in Cooper Rush, you know, through the year. But I'm curious on your guys' thoughts. With everything considered, what would you think the boys have to do in order to make the season a success outside of winning a Super Bowl? Well, you have Ooh. to win in the first round. Um, How satisfied will people be with a second-round playoff exit? Man, that's... And, yes, he said bench. I I got scared. Yeah, there. you you were you were panicking. Get ready to hit the dump button. No, man, I... I I think you have to. I, I think the standard from here on out has to be like until they make another NFC Championship game. Like that has to be the standard. Like, like every year, like nobody nobody cares about 
winning 12 or 13 games and then getting to the same exact point that you've always. So you're saying Mike McCarthy should be gone if they don't make the NFC title game? Um, No, I'm I'm saying that in general, I think it's an overall disappointment if you don't get there. Uh, If you're one and done and depending on how you're one and done, that's a different conversation. But I, I think that, you know, in terms of what is an actual success short of a Super Bowl? Get to an NFC title. That would be a success. 877-881-1053. Truckwreck.com text sign to hit us up here on DFW Sports Station. We got canceled last night by Dion and Dale freaking Hansen. Next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 